A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode of the Nasty Woman Club discusses sexual assault, sexual harassment, and pedophilia. If any of these discussions are triggering, please contact 1-800-RESPECT or contact Lifeline at 13 11 14. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yaraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Police found human remains hidden in the woods. Today, they confirmed it's the body of Sarah Everard, and a serving police officer has been charged with her kidnapping and murder. Former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins, whose allegations of rape have rocked Parliament House, will re-pursue the complaint with the Australian Federal Police and proceed further with a police investigation in the coming weeks. Riots broke out across Mexico City on International Women's Day as demonstrators took to the streets in protest against daily incidents of violence against women. Some of Sydney's most prestigious private schools rocked by allegations of sexual assault. 22-year-old Chanel Contos helping bring those stories to light. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Nasty Woman Club. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and today we are doing things a little bit differently. Firstly, as you may have noticed, today is Tuesday, so instead of Rant Monday, we're doing Rant Tuesday because of two reasons. One being I'm overwhelmed as fuck. (laughs) So I've had to take a step back at some things and reorganize my life and my goals with the Nasty Woman Club. So that's one thing. And secondly as well, this episode is dedicated to the Women's March, the March for Justice that happened across Australia on Monday. So yes, perfect timing to do the episode on Tuesday. During this episode, it's not just gonna be me talking. I had the pleasure of bringing an incredible woman that has inspired me every day in my life because of how strong she is and determined she is. And that is none other than my beautiful mother, Michelle Maycock. She's also come onto the podcast to talk about her experience protesting in the Women's March on Monday, which in fact was her first ever protest. I'm so proud of her for that. But yeah, it has been, it has been a month It has been a very difficult, overwhelming, triggering month for many women, not just across Australia, but across the world. And I'm so grateful my mum came onto the podcast to talk about her experiences and and share her stories. And I cannot wait for you all to hear my talk with her as we rant about the fact that women's violence is is still prevalent in Australia. And yeah. I hope you all enjoy our little rant fest about today's topic. This is myself and Michelle Maycock. All right, everyone. Today I have the amazing, the inspiring woman in my life, my beautiful mother, Michelle Maycock, who is my rock. She is a badass bitch that will not deal with mediocre white men. Mother dearest, (laughs) thank you for coming onto the podcast to talk about this 
topic that makes every single woman so angry. Thank you, darling, for having me. Making me cry being so sweet already. Yes. <laughs> I'm, Ma- supposed to, I'm supposed to be tough. Don't yes. Me cry. I made you cry for the right reasons. <laughs> That's good. That's yeah. that. But you did wouldn't think that when I was a teenager. No. 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 I, was, I was a real, real cunt back then. <laughs> That's for sure. That's an understatement. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Dolce, don't. <laughs> okay. If you hear a little rustle in the background or anything like that, that is my beautiful dog, Dolce. And I would kick her out, but her face is just staring at me and I just, I just can't. I just can't deal. Yeah, what are you doing? You're destroying things. Anyway, so on today's episode, as you know, as I said earlier in the introduction, today is all about sexual harassment, sexual assault, and the stories that have been happening this past month regarding that. And in particular, we're going to talk about the women's protest that happened in Australia on Monday. I believe it's over 100,000 people participated in these protests across Australia. Like, that's just... It's incredible. Yeah, and what was it they said during the march today? They said, like, they only had, like, two weeks of planning it. Yeah. And 100,000 yeah, people... it wasn't good, it was raining. Mm. It was so... It was just... Yeah, I was in awe as I walked in. I just almost froze. It was just amazing. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we went to the Brisbane one, and this was actually your first ever protest, wasn't it? Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I couldn't miss this one. I almost did over the weekend. I was um a bit in two minds about going, but I just felt like there were so many other people who would have wanted to be there, and I wanted to go for them as well as myself. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. So not only did we want to speak about the protest today, I also really wanted to speak about a recent poll that I did on my Instagram stories for the Nasty Woman Club. Over 2,000 of you responded to these polls. And firstly, can I just say how much I appreciate all of you answering these polls regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. I appreciate it so much. And I also really do appreciate all of you that have messaged me. I've had over... A hundred of you messaged me telling me your stories and I'm just so grateful and also really honored that you trust me with your stories. So I don't want to go through all the results that came in from the survey that I did, but I do want to go through some of them with my mum just so I can hear if she's surprised by any of it and just so we can have discussions about how common occurrences like this is and... Oh, why something really, really needs to be done about sexual assault and sexual harassment against women. So one of the first ones that I got a lot of, a lot of messages about was the question, have you ever felt sexually objectified before hitting puberty? And over 67% of you said you had. So with these results, were you, are you at all surprised that people have been hit on, have been harassed before they even hit puberty? No, I'm not not surprised by that at all. I think when I was younger, a lot of things there was, like, turned a blind eye to. Mm. A lot of things were just, like, 
just stay away from him. You know, nothing was really done about, like, say, like, you know, uh, uh, you went to someone's house and, like, the older brother was perving on you or showing you his, you know, private parts or you were just told to stay away from them. Like, they they were never pulled up for it or uh, nothing was really ever done about it. And, and I think that's that's quite sad. So I think a lot of um, more mature people would would definitely say yes to that and it's quite sad that a lot of young people are still being objectified by that that's yeah I think parents have have a lot of work to do there with their sons to tell their sons how they need to be more respectful um, so that the next generation um, this does not keep continuing everyone teaches their daughters to be careful they teach their daughters to you know like what we need to do to be more careful to protect ourselves what about they start teaching their sons from a young age that it's not okay to touch it's not okay to look it's not okay to show it's not okay to make someone feel uncomfortable Mm, absolutely yeah because something that i didn't notice with all the messages i was getting was that people didn't recognize the fact that they were harassed or that they were assaulted until they got older because they didn't realize until later on in the years that oh that actually was inappropriate what they did it wasn't just mucking around and like you said they're not just the perv or the creepy relative or anything like that it's just like no they're actually a fucked up human being yeah and i think also for me as well it's probably the naivety in me still is like it's still just baff it it sounds bad it still baffles me that there are actual people out there that somehow find children sexual like as sexual beings like that's just i just still find that so baffling and again that's obviously my naivety there's some sick fucks out there what what makes Mm. me so sad is that people call it an illness people call it a sickness oh yes people Mm. say that it's you know something they can't help well that's just fucking bullshit i think you and i need to do like a whole podcast episode about pedophilia and the fucked up ways of it like for example like how they made sex sex dolls that are children to for to try and help pedophiles like that's a whole other topic we can rant about absolutely that's just messed up but Anyway, before we go too much away from the topic into that very intense topic there, I would think we'll go to the next question that I did through the survey. And this one, oh, this is something I have definitely experienced, and I think every single woman has definitely experienced. I asked my followers, have you ever been mocked or dismissed for talking about your experience of sexual harassment? And 73% of you said that you have. The reason I put this question in was because an ex of mine, he dismissed me for when I told him that in the clubs I used to get grabbed by the pussy, by the boobs, and he would dismiss it. Just like, oh, you're being a bit overreaction, bit of overreacting there, what the fuck? Like, oh, it's just a bit of fun in the club. Yeah, I really shouldn't have stayed with that guy so long. Mm. <laughs> Absolutely not. Mum knows exactly which guy I'm talking about. Might might start with an A. <laughs> A guy that she definitely did not want me to stay with. No. Yes. Okay, so I don't even know if I should even ask you if you have been mock- mocked or dismissed because I know 100% for sure that you have, haven't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a lot of people, yeah, don't take things seriously. Um, they think because you've got on with your life and you're not in the corner rocking that you actually haven't been through so much. But you haven't, yeah, most of us haven't even told a lot of people half of what we've been through. So they have no idea um, 
yeah, a lot of people think that if you're not raped and fully injured and a mess that you weren't actually hurt. They don't, they don't actually, um, a lot of people don't even click that, you know, that um, attempted assault even can affect you so much. And, yeah, there's yeah. so many people out there hurting. It's, it's, it's sad that they can't go to somebody else and talk about it without being mocked. Mm. That is a sad thing because so many, so many survivors of sexual harassment and sexual assault, so many of them just have to work on every day of just being strong and just getting through the day. And then when people see that, they just see that, oh, they're fine. They're doing okay. I didn't even know that they would be a survivor. You know, they're just, they're just doing your average thing like every other average person, whatever. But it's like, for many, many people, it's like such a big effort to even get out of bed some mornings because the smallest of things and the most randomest of times can be a trigger. And it can even be something that then you feel like, oh, is this even worth it? Like, maybe this was my fault that that thing happened. Or, oh, but it was so many years ago. Why is this still affecting me? Like, it just ends up literally being a complete and utter mindfuck. Absolutely. So a lot yeah. of times you're just in survival mode mm-hmm. and you're in protective mode of everybody around you because you don't want them to have to go through the same. So one of the other questions that I asked, this was actually the highest um, response of yes that I got for this question. And... It's definitely something that it's just ingrained into so many women's brains. It is. So I asked, have you ever told your friend to let you know when they got home safe? 99% of you said that. And yeah, it's the thing. The thing is, I don't like I, I remember you've taught me some things in my life about like, for example, always check the backseat of your car before you get in or make sure you lock your car if you're sitting in your car, but try to avoid just sitting in your car. Mm -hmm stuff like that but you I don't think you even told me you know check to make sure your friends are safe I think it was just something that was I don't know the word you just I think because common I, sense. because I told you too many times <laughs> the yeah. amount of times that I would say to you let me know when you get there yeah. and the amount of times you wouldn't let me know and I think yeah I soon oh, I yeah. soon um engrave that into your head because yes. it, it means a lot it means mm. it means a lot to be told that you're okay and it means a lot like in in our friendship groups we all do it. We all, yeah. we all like, you know, let me know when you're home safe and it doesn't matter how old we are. Um, yeah, it's, it's part of caring and it's actually sad that you never hear men say that. You never hear men Mm-mm. say to each other, let me know when you get home safe, mate. You know, like, do you ever hear that? Um, no. Yeah, women's groups, it's just automatic. Like we went out the other night and I was worried all night about one of the girls because I didn't hear from her and... Um, the next morning, yeah, it was the first thing I, I did was message to see if she was okay. Um, and it's really it's really sad that we have to do that, but mm. it's just part of it and it's, it's not nice that we have to be like that and, and what you were saying about your car and things like that, like we all do it. Yeah. We all, yeah. It's just become like a habit. Like, for example, like putting on your seatbelt, you just do it just cause, because you know... It's going to keep you safe and you don't even argue with it. You just do it because it's just become a habit. And I think so many of the questions that I asked in this survey, as I was like going through all the questions and writing them down, so much of it is just, just habit. Like it doesn't become something that I overthink or anything like that. Like it's just what we do. Like 
for example, like if I'm walking home by myself, I will always have my keys between my fingers or I'll have headphones in my ears but I don't have music on. But so then I have it so people don't bother me but I can still pay attention to everywhere. Yeah, or you pretend that you're on your phone and mm. if somebody comes close to you, make sure you say, you know, so are you just are you on your on your way or are you just coming down the street now, are you or the amount of times we have to make up stories to um to protect ourselves oh whether God, yes. whether it's actually is a real um a real thing happening or not you know whether the person beside you is actually um looking at hurting you it, it mm. doesn't matter we just do it because not worth the risk no yeah. no we're just trying to be careful mm. that many times like when i back in my clubbing days i sound old when i say this <laughs> Back in my clubbing days, that many... Or back in my clubbing days, and when I used to Uber, that many times I would tell people, I'm married, or I have a husband, I have a boyfriend. And the sucky thing about that is, it takes another man to, quote-unquote, have ownership of you, to be with you, for them to stop harassing you. And that's if they stop harassing you. Yeah, even when you've got a wedding ring on, it still continues. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. When, I, when I used to Uber drive, I used to have a fake wedding ring to try and get them to stop mm. harassing me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, like it's just and it's so messed up but like you don't hear a man say oh I'm gonna put on a fake wedding ring so then women don't harass me or so women don't just grab my waist when they're walking past also what is with that what is with it what is with when men walk past you they have to put their hands on your waist to walk past I've never seen a man put his hands on another man's waist when he's walking past him but it's always women though Mm. it's just like no 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 no. you don't need my waist to walk around me you walked through this club perfectly fine without holding my waist it's just or if you're in a crowd of people like you're in an elevator or you're in a club or next minute you have a hand between your legs or a hand on your ass or something you know hard pushing against your ass or Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah you have you know all of a sudden you you they think that it's okay to pull your top down a little bit so they can see what's down there like do we do that to men like do we just grab them like yeah yeah, um, I remember once I had a complete stranger. I think I I may have looked in this direct in, direction for like two seconds, and next minute I know he decides to bite me, mm. bite me on the shoulder, and then he just runs off. And I had like teeth marks in my shoulder for a couple of days. Like it was, I was just thinking, what? Like imagine if a imagine if a guy just randomly bit another guy. Like you just you just yeah. But no, he thought like, oh no, she looked at my way for two seconds. That means she wants me. Oh my God. Like, honey, no, no, no. (laughs) That's just, it's just so messed up how it is. I remember I stopped going to clubs because I was so sick of being on the dance floor and having guys grinding up behind you. And yeah, it was just, it was disgusting. You could feel, you know, how excited they were and uh, yes. and like how do they think that's okay and how do they not think that your partner is, is sitting outside like have they been watching you and all those things go through your head then mm-hmm. so you just sit there and and drink lemonade and pretend that you're actually drinking alcohol because you're you know god forbid, forbid you actually get drunk and you might mm. not have all your faculties about you and yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's like we're always trying to keep ourselves safe always trying to think you know what if what if yeah, we're always thinking three steps ahead. Like, we're yep. always thinking, okay, if I be too assertive with this person, if I be too direct with them and say no, they might yell at me. They might even hurt me. But then if I be too polite, if I smile too much, if I maybe flirt too much because I'm being too friendly, 
oh, that might then they might think, oh, I must be liking this. I might persist and continue to harass them. Like we just don't win in any situation at all. Yeah. And then drugs come into it as well. Like mm. if you are confronted with a, a man who is on drugs, like you can see their, like their pupils are dilated and, you know, you've got that fear of not having any idea how they're going to react. And, mm. you know, people say, oh, you, you can just tell them to fuck off or just tell them to leave you alone or you honestly the smallest thing you say to them can trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, you end up in hospital. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And we're raised to be polite because we're, we're pretty much raised into thinking that like, oh, the worst thing we can do is embarrass a man because if we embarrass a man, then he can hurt us. Like that's just so fucked up, but mm. that's put onto us. That how dare we embarrass a guy. And then if we do do that, then, of course, the first thing that comes out of their mouth, they're just like, oh, you fat bitch. Oh, I didn't even want you. It's just like, you were literally grinding up against me 30 seconds ago, and I could feel your breakfast in your stomach against my back. Yeah. Like, piss off. <laughs> it's just... Uh, yeah. But, anyway, that's all the questions from the poll that I'm going to go through. Um, on my Instagram this week, I am going to be sharing the results from the survey that I did because I think it is very important to understand, not just for women, but for men as well, to understand like how common these toxic habits are even though these habits literally are ways we survive every day that we make us make ourselves feel safe so i'm going to be sharing more of these results from this poll on the nasty woman club instagram and yeah let me know your thoughts if you're surprised by any of them but i am so appreciative of you my mother dearest for coming on because i know this was a big deal for you and also for going to the fucking march today like that was just so major like i'm so so proud of you we had like a nice little hug amongst it all and dolce was there as well like she was your comfort bear there like yeah i'm so proud of you you went today thank you so much darling yeah Yeah. because i know it was a lot and i know also for many other women many other survivors out there that going to a protest on Monday would have been a lot and if you couldn't go because you just felt like it would have been too triggering it would have been too overwhelming do not be hard on yourself because there would have been thousands of people that couldn't go but Absolutely. that doesn't mean that they're not fighting to have this bullshit toxicity finally end because it's just yeah we weren't there just for ourselves we were there for for all other women who couldn't go or yeah exactly for other reasons or that they're not here anymore we were there for Mm. you know people who have been hurt before and and not here anymore for whatever reasons Mm. yeah yeah because people just don't don't understand that yet this experiencing harassment violence assault it can really affect people in so many different ways and there are some situations where we do completely lose people because of what they've experienced and it's just so fucking unfair and yeah something something has got to change like this is this is a big fucking issue and yeah we're mad and hopefully something will come out of these marches and out of these discussions yeah absolutely yeah thank you for letting me come with you today thank you for being my rock today yay Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Nasty Woman Club. If any of these discussions were triggering, please contact Lifeline at 13 11 14 or head on over to 1-800-RESPECT. 
If you do enjoy the Nasty Woman Club platform, please leave a five-star review. Every review, every rating, every share helps grow this independent platform. Anyway, I'll be in your ears again on Thursday where I'll be interviewing a badass woman with a badass story to tell. I'm your host, Demi Lynch. Stay nasty, everyone. <laughs>